Seeds are magical packages of life, but I've been disappointed too many times to count with seeds that never seem to germinate. Well, this week, I just had my biggest germination win, and I can't wait to tell you what happened. and I'm living the urban farmer life in the city. I'm fitting in farm life a little bit here and there and want to bring you along with me. I want to teach you everything I learned so that you can be successful and hopefully learn from my missteps. I'll let you know what I'm doing with this almost daily farming journal podcast. Let's hear what today's entry is going to be. Today is November 12, 2019, and it's been just a couple of days since I placed two new seeds in a germination container. I went to H&H Nursery for more compost and worm castings, and I couldn't help myself as the wall of seed packets called to me. I just had some frise in a sandwich, so I was drawn to the endive, and just for fun, I got some Romanesco broccoli, as that would be just the funnest thing to show off. I don't remember why I did it, but I had some more water in a hot pot and poured it over the seeds. I can't tell you how amazed I was to see by the next morning, almost 100% of each of those different seeds had sprouted. Now, this seems crazy, and the fact that they are very different types of plants makes me think that the rapid germination must have been because of something that was similar to both of them, which would have been the warm water. What else could it be? Today, just two days after starting the germination, these little sprouts are ready to be potted in a six-pack. That's only two days. Now it's time to find out more about these two seeds that I put in because maybe there's something special about them, but I think think there's anything different. But let's look at the package and then figure out what's um, supposed to happen. So this is an endive. They're tiny little seeds. You can barely hear them. Oles tres fine. Latin name is Chicorium endivia. And I was just listening to a podcast from someone from the Netherlands where they eat a lot of bitter greens. And so this is a bitter green. It is from Botanical Interests. I got that at, or I got these at H&H, but you can get them everywhere. It was $1.99 to hardly anything. The person that was describing the um, frise, and this looks like a frise type of chicory, is that he could get for one lettuce head, $8. So this has 400 milligrams of seed. Again, there's a lot in here. Um, you can, this is worth a lot if we can get these to germinate. And I got, it looks like every single one, because I just put them into the six pack, every single seed had germinated from both of these. So this is a frost tolerant, a 42 to 70 day crop. So that's a pretty big window. So maybe the 70 days is closer to the colder temperature or late summer planting. And it says, uh, so in early spring or late summer, and turn any salad into a classy dish with endive's elegant frilly leaves and mild flavor that add color, texture, and flair. Lovely addition to mescaline. And again, if you've probably seen this, it's super fine leaves, very frilly, kind of a combination of white and green. And it was kind of funny because I was with um, some people and so someone was throwing it out because they didn't like it. And then the other person had said, it's a weed. And I said, no, it's gourmet. And so I think it's just very different in terms of how you approach these types of bitter greens. And I think it's also something just, it's not as common in the United States to eat these. So I think the taste probably does taste like other types of, like other types of weeds similar to like dandelion, which some people will eat and some people think is just too 
consider. And again, they always have the same nice message on botanical interest packages. We are dedicated to inspiring and educating the gardener in you. That's why we put even more helpful information inside. So we'll take a look. Right now we're looking at the outside. Again, we have a little picture of the endive ceiling, small little um, cotyledons with a kind of ruffled edge true leaf. Days to emergence, so 10 to 14. So this is a little bit different than the germination days. And so right now, it looked like it was one day for this um, particular one in the germination tray. And then 10 to 14 days means that you'll start to see it poking out of the soil. So seed depth should only be one eighth of an inch. Seed spacing, a group of three seeds every six inches. So you would definitely, if all three of those, which from this package, it looks like all of them would germinate. What would happen is that you can get some, if there's too close a planting, it doesn't have a lot of airflow. And then you can get some root rot or some of those rotten leaves at the bottom. So if possible, you do want to give them a lot of space. So every six inches, row spacing should be 18 inches. And again, I was, I have been doing something where I'm planting more densely when I have the seedlings because there's a plan to then pull things out like radishes that will sprout and be ready to harvest very quickly. You can put those in between something that is developing. So the six inches to allow enough airflow for the more mature plant. But when it's smaller, I mean, these seedlings, when they go in, they're only about a few centimeters meters tall, you can put other things in between them if you really want to take advantage of a small plot. And then it says thin when they're an inch tall. And if you're thinning a larger plot, remember all those thinnings you can eat, they become those little tender microgreens. And then maturity is supposed to be 42 to 70 days. And they say, also called say endive's beautiful lacy leaves will turn ordinary lettuce salad into an upscale bistro mescaline. The mild flavor blends well with other greens and the crisp, finely cut leaves add interesting texture. Using the flower garden for an exquisite ornamental, this pack sows 37 feet. I think one day I want to try to count some of these and I'm trying to be better. Like yesterday I put in a germination tray, a bok choy. And I wanted to see what the germination rate, so I put 20 seeds into the germination tray, and I think I'm going to be doing that more routinely now. When to sow outside, four to six weeks before your average last frost date, as soon as the soil can be worked, or eight to 10 weeks before your average first frost date. Mild climates like Southern California, sow in fall, winter for cool season harvest. Ideal soil temperature for germination is 60 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Soil temperature over 78 degrees Fahrenheit halts germination. Ooh, that's interesting. So if it's too warm, it halts germination. So maybe my warm water actually, now I'm, now I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I just got lucky. Right. We're going to have to try this a few times. Um, I have a ton of these little seeds germinating. So I bet there were, there were at least 10, if not 20 seeds. And so if all of those becomes heads, I'm going to have free say for a long time. With all of these crops right now, I'm planting more than we can eat in a week. And so I'm just going to harvest at different times. And then I'll need to have other seedlings up and ready. So they say you should have every week or every two weeks, new seeds that are being planted. And then um, that means that I need to have all different types, your regular salad greens, your mescalines, your chicories, which I guess it kind of still goes into mescaline group. Let's go to the next part. I didn't mention the last endive was a, it's in a lettuce group. And so when you take a look at the seeds, those seeds are, it's almost hard to describe, but kind of long and about 
three millimeters long and then about one to two millimeters wide. And so it's almost like a little stick, but a very, very small stick. Now this is the broccoli romanesco. It is like other types of brassicas, a very small round seed. It was $2.29 for this one gram packet from Botanical Interests. Latin name is Brassica Olaceria Various, or variety is Botrytis. And if you haven't seen a Romanesco, it looks like a big lime cone. And it is just unusual, architectural, geometric. It is super interesting. And it is an heirloom. It is um, frost tolerant, 75 to 100 days. So in early spring or late summer, this intriguing Italian heirloom delights with spirals of delicious lime green towers that will inspire even a finicky eater to try it. It is. It looks really fun. So if you want something that's going to like entertain people and you can show off to people, this is a good one. Now on the back, it says days to emergence, eight to 10. So this is actually a really fast um, little sprouter. So maybe this is still in line with what I saw with just one day having a germination. Seed depth is one quarter an inch. Seed spacing, a group of three seeds every 24 inches. Wow, 24 inches. Now I was not planning on, you know, planting any of these large head broccolis because they take up so much space. Two feet in between every like planting is like a lot of space. But I may bring some of these over to um, another location or maybe I might even get a, I could consider getting a community plot if uh, I need to. You should see, we have so much space in the backyard, but because we have a bunny that runs around back there, I just can't plant anything that's going to be eaten. Otherwise he's going to get it too quickly. And then you thin these when two inches tall, thin to one for every every 24 um, inches, so two feet. Maturity 75 to 100 days, so up to three months before you get a harvest. And then you just lop off that harvest in one go. And then the back of the package says, it art or food, both. Romanesco is not actually a broccoli, but somewhere between a broccoli and a cauliflower. With five to six inch heads, first noted by Italians in the 16th century, it's now catching the eyes of gourmet chefs. Cooked, Romanesco has a delicious nutty flavor and a texture similar to cauliflower. Easier to grow for fall harvest as a warm spring may delay heads until fall. This packet sows up to 160 feet. When to sow outside? Not recommended. Oh, well, that's good because I started inside. One to two weeks before your average last frost or 10 to 12 weeks before your average first frost date. What was that again? So are 10 to week, ten to 12 weeks before your average first fall frost date. So that's a lot. So it can handle some cooler temperatures. So that's why in Southern California works well for summer. At six o'clock, I am running way behind. Okay, let's keep on going. When to start inside? Recommended four to six weeks before transplanting outside after your last average frost date or 12 weeks before your average first fall frost date in mild climates. So in fall for harvest in late winter and early spring, ideal soil temperatures for germination is 70 to 85 degrees. So that is warmer, cooler growing temperatures thereafter. This is also an open pollinated and untreated seed stock plant ready for 2020. And we are getting our act together. We are getting seeds packed for 2020 in the ground in 2019. So I think we are really making some progress here. Now, let me tell you about a great tip that I just learned about. This is different than the seeds we were just talking about, but I 
need to tell you about this because I was so surprised. So I wanted to believe that maybe I'm getting better at this or maybe smarter about the seed starting. I've been stepping up how much I am reading and watching and learning about seed starting tricks. And I just learned something about cilantro that I never heard about. So I noticed that when I was planting or putting these uh, cilantro seed in the germination trays, that there would be um, some good sprouting from some of the seeds. And when I looked at those sprouts, I, I had noticed that these were coming from the half of a seed. So I didn't know if maybe when they sprout, they kind of pop off the other half, or maybe the ones that were just halves were sprouting earlier. Didn't really know, but I didn't see any sprouts coming from a full round seed. And so then I was watching a YouTube video uh, this week that said uh, that you could actually smash the cilantro seed and this person was taking a brick and was just rubbing or smashing the whole seed so that it broke into these halves. And then those halves supposedly can absorb water better and then sprout better. Could this be the reason that I've had so much trouble? I mean, I have been planting cilantro for ages. I have this big batch of like, I think I bought a pound of seed and I think I was giving it people and I have no idea if that was um, sprouting for them. But I knew for what I was sprouting, nothing was happening. And I, you know, I always thought it was because I just don't water regularly. If I forget a day here, I need to go work early here, it would wind up that things would dry out, especially if I was trying this in summer. And that was actually the other thing that I didn't realize. I, for some reason, thought cilantro was better in a warm um, season. So during the summer, when I knew already that it was hard to continually keep the soil moist, I was like probably setting myself up for failure. But now um, I'm doing better. I know that cilantro is really better as a fall crop. And then, well, I, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I think this is going to be really great. So I had a bunch of cilantro that hadn't sprouted that I might have, I told you about at the beginning of um, our podcast. And then I figured, well, let's just take those because they're still in the germination tray. I've still had maybe two or three different seeds um, sprouting. And again, those were from only the halves from this batch that I put in almost two weeks ago. And then uh, I figured, let's smash these up. It was still pretty hard. So even though these had been moist for a very long time, they weren't mushy. And so that means that there definitely wasn't moisture getting into the center of these seeds and then I could feel them kind of snapping open and then I kind of took my fingers and rubbed them so that they were individual halves and then added a little extra water. And so I did that yesterday. I'm going to give you an update this week. And if something is going to happen, I think it's going to happen in the next probably week. And then I probably should just give up on the rest of the seed and assume they won't germinate. I will keep you informed about how that little project is going, but I'm super excited that this may be the trick to getting your cilantro seeds to sprout better. Remember to subscribe to the Living the Urban Farmer Life podcast so you can grow what you know about growing food and caring for your furry and feathered friends. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook as the Urban Farmer Life and at urbanfarmerlife.com for posts and links to help you be successful on your own urban farm. Now go out there and grow something. I hope you've started getting some seed packets and started to have some success too. If not, don't give up. It's still possible. I have been trying to sprout seeds for years. So I want you to go out there now and grow something.
Thank you for joining me on the Living the Urban Farmer Life Journal Podcast. I hope you're having fun growing what you know while caring for your soil and your furry and feathered farm friends.